Okay, so you know I always do my additions here. Um, I'm actually going to put this one in the beginning of this recording instead of at the end. But I'm watching this trainer train this woman. And I'm wondering if he can do what he's asking her to do. If not, why is he asking her to do it? Like, which you'll see by this episode that's about to come, that we're about to listen. It's the same kind of thing. Like, can men do what they're asking women to do? And if not, and I think a lot of people would say no. And if not, then, like, why are we even doing it? And why have we been doing it? Right? Like, I'm watching this guy, and he's having her do these reps, and the workout looks sexy as hell, but I'm like, there's no way he could do what he's asking of her. You know, and she's struggling, but like, there's a difference when training. There's a difference in between like stretching, pulling. And I've had that. And this has been, um, you should call it training maturity or something of like pushing, really falling apart to reach the rep, realizing like the best rep is going to be the sexiest one. It's going to be the sexiest one. It's going to be the simplest rep. Everything in training, everything in life is. <laughs> but here's the podcast. <laughs> Hi, gorgeous. So this might be my second to last podcast. Um, because I need to... Well, layers to it. <laughs> like there's layers to a chocolate cake. Um... However, I think more people need to know this, and it's that women's bodies don't actually exist. (laughs) They don't actually exist. And I'm kind of feeling like an idiot now that I've realized that. I remember, um, so let me just explain a little bit about that. So when I'm sick, and you've kind of heard throughout this, but when I'm sick, I can see different things about bodies, right? Like for women, for example, I could see, I guess you would call like an energy flow coming out of their mouths um, or their hearts or their palaces, um, but usually most people doesn't come from palaces anymore. And I think also shared that that's actually upside down because it originally was supposed to come out of our heads, but that's another story of another, another dimension, literally. <laughs> um, but I was wondering, like, why is it harder for me to see the same energy frequencies coming out of men? And eventually, like, when I was stuck in the house, not stuck, and that's, um, maybe it's not the way they say it, but with that millionaire, um, I did a podcast about that. I could start to see the energy coming out of the mouth, but it's at a whole nother, how do I say this? It's like a completely nother frequency level. Um, and this is, I'm not saying, I have to be very careful as I'm saying this. So I'm not saying there's a hierarchy in between 
men and women, even though I guess in a way I am saying that. But I'm saying like literally the frequencies and why I think I can see so many things come out of women, like even energy flowing out of women's tops of their heads and down their bodies from women who are fully like in their power and stuff. I can see that just watching like YouTube videos. I can see which ones have like the, their energy that's put out their bodies used to, it used to be something I could only sense on my body. And I could sense when I, when the energy flowed out, it was frazzled. I could sense, it's hard to just, like if you picture a silhouette of a woman's body and at the top of the head, there's this energy that's falling. Um, I don't want to say like flowers, but it has like this curvy motion. Like I can start to see something like that. And I'm not quite sure what I'm seeing because it used to be only when I was sick and then I started to see it more and then I'm seeing it less, but my own body is continuing going through transformations, which I'm going to keep personal. Um, <laughs> the world's kind of shown me when it comes to being a black woman, it, the history has shown me it doesn't really deal with the transformations of black women very well. Um, but I've also noticed that when I look at, like, when I originally saw Ashra, her body, her entire body had this, like, glow to it, which my own body started starting to have that glow. First, it started in my eyes. And it was just this vibration. Then my face began to glow. Then my entire body began to have it. But it's hard to see. Like, only I can see it on one other person. You know, and one other person is one of my girlfriends from childhood, Anna, who's like super divine feminine, probably one of the highest points of divine feminine that I've ever met. And she's like, she's like, you're like, she's like, wow, you can see your power in your face. But it's so sad because the power is heavily sexualized. So whenever my body is in intense pain, like I am right now as I'm filming this, it's really dangerous for me. And I can see how men react differently to it. And I can always tell when the onslaughts being able to come. And a large part of these last parts of these podcasts, this ending quarter, has me trying to understand what's happening. And I'm realizing that as long as I'm unable to hide the glow, I'm attacked. And it normally starts with men, like not even able to control themselves, just tell me I look beautiful. And that might sound like, Jasmine, that's the simplest thing. But it's not the, I mean, usually it's some, um, it's almost always, it's almost always some 55, six-year-old Caucasian man stopped me like, you look beautiful. And then it stops from that to, and it's like, he can't control what comes out. And it start, starts from that, the more painful that I, that my, that I'm in, more I'm in pain, it comes from not just Caucasian, all these other races. And it's this ownership. It's like their eyes change. They glaze over, they go crazy. And it's this feeling of like ownership of this glow and taking a step back 
I've realized that I don't really like the phrase black woman, but black women are the closest original replicas to Ashra that exists today. And look, we've been put, we've been put on the bottom. So when I'm sick, I can see things, right? And I can see this is special, soft life essence. It's literally, it comes out from the skin of black women's bodies. And I think it's because it was originally Ashura's body. Now, Ashura, um, she, I'm not saying Ashura was black. This is kind of like before races. So um, she, the way her hair is, it was, like it wasn't 4C kinky hair texture. Um, but my, I hypothesize, like she's also Filipino or Caribbean. Like I think those races also somehow, I don't say she's also that, but the races also come from that. So if you imagine a woman who's Caribbean, Filipino, and Black, that's kind of what she looks like. Um... I know this is taking a deep dive really fast, but it's so interesting because when you look and a lot of times Latina women, women who are black, women who are Asian, they were also there. Those are three categories of women that are usually fetishized the most by white Caucasian men. And the reason being is because those are the closest pinpoints to Ashra. Um, there's so many things that can go to this, but I feel dumb for thinking that masculine, which is a completely and this actually is not an attack women at all. There's something about them that makes them more vibrationally aware. And I'm sure it has something to do if you go back into history. I'm not here to unpack that today. Um, and I know that I'm probably like the only place you will ever hear a statement like that. But going back to seeing the energy coming out of people's mouths, it's kind of like men are one frequency, women are a different frequency. That's a better way to say it. Even the reality is, is if you literally think of a line going, the like two lines running parallel, and the woman's the highest line, that's parallel line, right? She's higher. But this is the thing. Women don't exist. So it's literally like an Ashra frequency level. It's super high, right? The masculine frequency level is super low. Um, and I don't even mean low in a bad way, but I'm not quite sure how I thought that a frequency, whatever that is, like how a frequency, I want to say whatever he is, but like how a frequency, a completely another level, I don't mean to say that at all. So I apologize, did not mean to say that. Um, I know he's there. I a thousand percent know he's there, but I feel really stupid for believing that a frequency that 
I don't say it's a man made frequency, but like a masculine, what I'm trying to say, that a frequency at a completely different level could completely create a frequency at a higher level. I'm going to repeat that two more times. I feel stupid for even believing that a frequency at another level could completely create a different frequency at a higher level. One more time. I feel stupid for believing that a frequency at a completely another level could create a frequency at a higher level. Because that's what we're believing. While men and women's bodies, I'll just use men and women because that's um, men and Asherah's bodies, the energy template viewpoint that I'm literally seeing is completely different. It's a completely different in every single way that I don't know how spiritually, physically, vibrationally it's even possible. And so I think a lot of times when it comes to us being in our bodies, we're trying to, we're spending time within this woman's body that does not exist. The phrase woman in a term does not exist, but an Asherah body does. And when you know that, then the treatment for an Asherah body is completely different. It's kind of like when you go to a camera thing, I don't know, I mean, this is super old, but like when they used to create those negatives and stuff and take you into those red light rooms, I think, I don't have, it's been forever since I've done this, um, but you had different treatments and stuff that you could put your film through, um, or I don't want to say like chemical washes, <laughs> but literally there's different treatments it's different treatments. So it's me and a trainer, and I've been trying to create a treatment for a woman's body. The treatment can't exist because the body doesn't exist, whereas the treatment for the Asherah body does. So women's body, or let's just say it's there because we've created it, right? Now we've created this thing called woman, and we've given different um, things about what a woman means, right? So I live by principles, actions, and what I see. Principles, actions, and what I see. So what I see collectively looking at how women's bodies, like if I was coming from a different place and I looked at the world and was like, okay, so let me see how the way things are supposed to go. From the actions of women, I would say, okay, so it looks like a woman's body is meant to be treated in a way it's completely ignored. And I'm saying everything from within the woman's perspective, right? So how many women live in their bodies completely ignoring their body? Right? And I'm doing everything with this assumption that people are living their, like, I would be redesigning this with the assumption that that what people are doing are the are the way that's the best. So the most to get out, most to the, the way to get the most out of women's bodies completely ignored, right? So women's bodies are completely ignored. However, Ashra's bodies 
you listen to. That's like one of the biggest differences. Asher's bodies, you listen to. And I have to say, as embarrassing as I don't know that we know the first thing about our bodies. My body was in a state of severe pain the other day because <laughs> I was trying to pay my car insurance, you know, hadn't made enough. So I had to do what I shared in the last podcast when I worked. So I had to go out and DoorDash. And my body, when I say yesterday, I could not move until noon and I had like hobbled my way to the bank, could not walk. I was in tremendous pain. Bodies in overdrive, 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 overdrive. You can just feel the pain radiating <laughs> and it scares people up, right? And my dream is one day I'm going to be able to afford to create a place where like I can be safe and not always have to expect myself to be at the highest point and to not always have to ask my body to do all these different things. I shouldn't think I'd start crying. Um, I think a lot of times we've numbed out to protect ourselves. And so we've transformed from Ashwood woman and maybe it's time to become the body of a goddess again because she's there and she's always there. But going on to what I would see in terms of training plan, okay, so from the way I see women train their bodies, I would just be like, okay, so it must be that we're supposed to ignore our bodies, right? Versus the way a woman who's walking in the body of a goddess listens to hers. The way that I see women treating our bodies, we must be there to use our bodies to drain out all our energy. We must, they must, women's bodies must be made to be tapped and drain out their energy. The way that I see a woman walking in the goddess body is that she pours energy in. I'm just going to repeat that. So the way I see women walking in their bodies that we tap out for energy, the way that I see a woman in the goddess body is they pour energy in. Well, Jasmine, I live in a woman who lives the real life. You might be saying this as you listen to this. And this has been probably my biggest thing from any trainings, any of the, and there's no group that I belong to, but let's say if you were to pick like the divine feminine manifestation, like any of that spiritual, I mean, girl, if you're here later listeners, you know, I've gotten tossed out of every group there is. <laughs> tossed out in any group, whether it's religious, LGBTQ plus IA, um, the spiritual feminine energy, none of the groups want me. <laughs> None of the groups want me. So it also means um, that I don't, I don't have nothing to lose because everyone has some blues, but I don't have anything to gain by being right. But it's just, there's still that part within me. I think that's like, hey, um, <laughs> I guess it's that ex-personal trainer like, Dude, you know we completely missed the mark. It's like me going through all the training files on my computer and I have a ton of them and being like, wait a minute, something 
something doesn't add up. I'm printing out every single trading plan that walks up in the world and be like, dang, I think, and not really swear, no, I swear, look, I think we severely messed up. <laughs> I, I think we severely messed up. You know, I think we severely messed up. Um, there's this phrase in sex in the city and then, um, and this is the first movie. And I'll never forget. It, it was actually to do with Samantha Jones, but it's, it was Sarah Jessica Parker, her character Carrie, that said it. Some some short stories are epic long novels. Some of those stories are short stories, but just because they're short um, doesn't mean that there was any less love. And I just want you to know, whoever you are listening to this, regardless of what you believe in, your body loves you. She loves you for what you put in her or her even in spite of what you put in her to eat yesterday for breakfast she loves you because of how many cups of water you hydrated with or in spite of how many cups of hydrated with water you have you hydrated with even my workout method which I've literally created because I realized that the frequency of the energy you temple of our bodies is completely different. And same the way goddess when you work out. So that way you're using and you're tapping into an entirely different energy center within your body to do your reps. She loves you whether or not you use that energy center. She believes in you. She believes in your rep. You know? And Ashra's bodies were never tainted. They were never held in bondage. They were never ripped apart. And I think that as women, we're all here recreating and rewriting this love chapter within our bodies. And every, every woman represents this story of Ashra. Like, so how, how is this love story, not with another man, but how is this love story can be within our bodies? When you, whatever you put your intention into something, that's what glows. And I don't really want to take it here. Something's telling me to, but I'm like, I think this is just way. And what we've done with structures and patterns is that we've, stepped into men being our crystals, right? And um, we say, well, it's the power of the crystal, but I don't know that we realize that you are the crystal. So when we give our attention, we're charging up, whatever environment, we're charging up that thing without taking the time to first charge up your bodies you're the crystal, you are the crystal, and that's just naturally, then this frequency that goes out that has this charge, it's their land, the world. And as scary and as blackballed I've been through saying the things that I've been saying, especially lately, women's crystals are going out. So, um, the beautiful thing is that you can revive them. 
You can revive them. Just remember, the woman's body you don't listen to. The Asherah's body you consult her before every single move. By the guy she's supposed to consult her every move. The woman's body you tap down and you drain her for energy. The Asherah's body you pour energy in. The woman's body? It doesn't exist. The Asherah's body? It's a frequency at a whole nother dimension. I remember um, when I was doing boudoir photography, I had a client and she was a personal training client. So when I was, you know, doing my photography, I had reached out to my personal training clients and been like, hey, I'm doing boudoir photo shoots. And they love doing it with me because it's like, you're nervous doing that situation, right? You're taking your clothes off in front of someone. So it's like you're rather do it with someone you trust. And because we had worked together as a trainer, they already knew, like, she already knows me. She already knows my story. Um, she already knows my body, which 10 points, like, now I can kind of, just looking back, I can see things, like, bodies were always speaking to me. Even, I just never paid any mind. Even when I stretched out clients, whether it was a man or woman, their bodies would, I would intuitively know stuff just about bodies, and I'm maybe every trainer does that. I don't know. Um, but I remember one of my clients, Ginger, she had, um, we were just talking and we talked about the frequency as high as heaven. Um, or no, we just, I was sharing with her these downloads, how there was infinite laws, like body law, muscle energy law, like different laws I discovered. And it was, it was like such a shock. And she was like, yeah, um, she said something about after you go through a trauma thing is when you're open to your, your biggest, that's when you have the most downloads. And I said, well, then I want a vibration, like, oh, I want to break through the highest potential as high as heaven. I literally thought that back then. <laughs> Let's, why is that crazy? Because... After my journey to Texas, I discovered the vibration which I left for that journey to Texas looking for a new vibration. Not only did I discover a potential as high as heaven, not to discover a vibration that was literally, that's like heavenly vibration. I discovered the queen of heaven. That wasn't in the works. I didn't even know that this, I didn't know. I didn't like my mind still can't even comprehend it um yeah and you know what I actually I want you to be able to hear my little brother so <laughs> I'm gonna play audio for a video um and in this video, he's kind of hiding from me, even though we're sitting on the same couch. And yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to end with that audio. Yeah. And thank you for those in different countries who have stopped and to listen to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being here. And um, I know I've deleted all the chocolate talk out episodes. I think the first episode there is to listen to is the one with Isabel, Isabel Policio. So I was like, why not start and end with a girlfriend? So we've talked a lot about different parts about our body, training methods, met with 
amazing experts from different fields, from how to, um, Carla Maria, how to do a body at a psychic level, the tantric yoga with Crystal. Like, there's so many women. Um, Kara Sings, I've discovered sex. We like, there's ins and outs. The bikini competitors look with the Savannah show. Literally, I. I'm so blessed. I cannot, there's, there's so many, Ebony talked about how to, oh my goodness, from Ebony, Ebony talked about how to be this bombshell business CEO, but from your from an energy perspective, we talked with Tiana and Diane Crystal's No Shoon, we talked with Deborah and how to find love, so there's so many, there's so many things, um, Robin and Dora, we're actually going to hear from Robin tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Actually, maybe I will release it tomorrow. <laughs> maybe I will release it tomorrow. Um, yeah. But we discussed with Dora's work as being a feminine jeweler, which is very a rare thing to do. Um, but I guess it's also rare for a woman to choose to redesign her own body. Right? Most of the advice kind of, kind of thrown that away. It's, it's very rare when you think about it and you look at what I just, it's very rare for one to choose to redesign her own body. Usually take down the patterns, under patterns that my body is or temptation or that, and, and we kind of like say like, this is what's been fed to us. No, hon, those were other people weren't doing their reps, right? listen to like this is the way that we do it honey they were never after buys just a vibration that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother day um but it's just knowing we've done so many different things so podcast tomorrow is going to be about makeup <laughs> and i'm really really excited for you to hear it um i don't know a ton about makeup so that's why robin is going to be coming by it's an older interview that i used to um it was actually my underneath lingerie program. And I was like, I think the world needs to hear more of it because I didn't realize the cause between makeup and our chakras. So super sexy, super fun. And I want you to hear my little brother's voice. So I'm going to play that for you now. And I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, gorgeous. I know I promised you recording my little brother's voice, but I just listened to the back and I think it's too personal to share. Um, as I said his name in the beginning of the recording, I didn't realize that. And so I don't want to share it because of the stuff that I am coaching. I come from um, pe different people have, oh, it's because it's the 16th. Ah, okay, I'm recording this on the 16th. Yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, it used to be, oh, I won't, anyway, people, um, have sometimes kind of made him a target to get to me, so I don't, I didn't realize the name was recording, so I'm not going to be sharing that, um, but I hope that this has helped you any part of this podcast 
has helped you have a different relationship with your body because I don't win anything with having this message the way I do, right? Which is why when I talk about it, I'll often talk about a lingerie patterns and I'll never say the name. It's why I'll just say, oh, you know, a lot of lingerie set. I will never say the name. <laughs> and I don't know that, um, and since I'm here, I can do it. I can do it that way. I can do it that way. It's not about becoming a martyr for this. It's not about people saying like, oh, well, you know, you're just a pussy. I wild and out. No, it's allowing myself to be a human being, being a human person and not being beat because I found this gorgeous, gorgeous flower that exists and that I want to have this this time of just being intimate and being like, oh my goodness, there's some of this gorgeous lingerie pattern in the world and whatever languaging is for it, like it's sexy, it's beautiful and it feels exotic when you put it on. And that's really what it was when I found this. <laughs> and that's, yeah. So um, I wanted to give to people in a way that they can hear it and they can receive it. And I never want people to feel duped either. Because at the end of the day, this messaging, it's about our bodies and what our bodies can become. And it's also that like every single day, we're just becoming even more fantasy-like and more like lingerie. And I have to say, I think that's one of the greatest truths that there is. Oh, hey, beautiful. And the PPS to the PS little last bit I completely forgot um, to share this but I'll be having a newsletter so even if there won't be as many podcast episodes and that could be changed it could be something I come back to um, but there is a newsletter it's a way to stay in contact and kind of stay within the community and so if you look in the description box, you'll see the link for the description box below the show notes. You'll see the link for the um, newsletter. And you actually get, it's the cutest, goddess handbook that I've ever designed. <laughs> With the simple steps of how to really treat your body like a goddess. Um, very simple, very easy practices that you can do in your daily life to feel more connected more feminine and to drop even more deeper on the most exact delicious level that you can within your body. And so you'll see that link below. The handbook is completely free and it comes with joining the newsletter. So yeah, see you there.